Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. Call into the studio with your questions and comments, 347-945-7433. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. I am so very, very glad you could join me this morning. And guess what? This is a wonderful day. And why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It is Saturday, June the 4th, 2016. We are ready, up, and going, and we are so happy that if you are a new listener, thank you so much for joining us. And if you've been with us for more than four years, thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to welcome our sister station, Gospel is Golden, where you can hear good gospel and spiritual music every day. We want to thank them, not welcome them, but thank them for allowing us to be part of their radio station, Internet Radio. So if you want to hear good gospel and spiritual music, visit www.gospelisgolden.com. You can also hear Partners in Health and Biz at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. That's right. So, wow, before we get into and I introduce introduce you to our special guest, yes, this morning we have a special guest. I am so blessed to have uh, the Reverend Tarumi Comer. She will be joining me in just a minute. I just want to let you know that the Walk of Healing has been rescheduled for Saturday, June the 25th, 2015, happening at the Benjamin Banneker Historical Park and Museum in Catonsville, Maryland, 300 Oella Avenue, Catonsville, Maryland. If you have not registered for the walk, please visit www.partnersinhealth.biz where you can find out all the information and register. So now, let me tell you, we have, I have a very special guest with me holding this morning. And if you have not been to the website, the topic is Preparing for Love and Marriage with Reverend Tarumi Comer. Now, let me tell you a little bit about uh, my special guest <laughs> before I open up her mic. The Reverend Tarumi Comer, she is a wonderful lady. She is a premarital love coach and wedding officiant. Reverend Tarumi Comer, she helps you prepare for love and marriage. She is a graduate of Thai Sophia Institute with a master's degree in transformative leadership and social change. She has taught premarital and dating classes, coached singles, couples, and performed wedding ceremonies in the Maryland, D.C. and Virginia area for almost five years. She is now pursuing a certification as a law of attraction coach, and you know we believe in that here strongly. Now, if you're not if you don't have pen and paper ready, get pen and paper ready because during this show you will learn what it means to have a sacred marriage love sanctuary, why singles have options and what what is important. 
What is important for couples to look for when hiring an officiant? So call your friends, tell them we're live, we're on the air, www.pihradio.net. If you want to call into the studio, uh, then you want to uh, call 347-945-7433 is the call-in number. 347-945-7433. Press 1 if you have a question or a comment, but please hold your questions towards the end of the show. So without further ado, I'm going to open up Reverend Tarumi Comer's microphone and welcome her to our show. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend uh, Tarumi Comer. Are you with us? I am, Gail. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy you could join me as my special guest. Wow, wow, wow. Um, We are so excited to have you because this topic, love and marriage, is so important to many of us. Um, There are so many couples. We know love is challenging and marriage takes work. Uh, but it can be both. Uh, it can they both can be a blessing if we learn the steps and path to make it a sacred love marriage. So you're going to tell us all about that. <laughs> so first of all, yes. Uh, how are you doing? I hope you're you're well. I am blessed and happy to be alive oh. and happy to have a purpose for which to be here. Oh, wonderful. So and you are happily married to your husband, Mark. And you have three wonderful children, and you you reside in Columbia, Maryland. So, uh, Reverend Comer, what is your mission? I know, and we want to know, rather. My mission is to uh, let people know how to cultivate loving partnerships for marriage that are everlasting so families are staying together for generations to come. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of us aren't taught that growing up, and we may not have very many role models around us, so I feel like um, you could you could definitely learn what the big picture of, you know, what a sacred marriage is, uh, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a sacred marriage. Well, what's the story behind your mission? Because, you know, a lot of folks have a mission, but the story, that's thats what's most important. What is the story behind all of how, how this began? Absolutely. Um, I remember in my younger years when I was growing up as a child in my neighborhood, all kids seemed to have both parents in their families. It was rare if you found someone that had, that had uh, divorced parents. And when I grew up and I was raising a child of my own as a single parent, I looked around and it was like uh, there was a lot of um, single parent families around and it just broke my heart. And from there, I basically went to school and when I went to, um, when I went to school, I, they taught me basically the passion in me and the need in the world. And through that, I uh, found that I wanted to teach about love and marriage and it starts with your singleness, the most important time to really uh, take in who you are and learn about that and have that spiritual connection with yourself and God or or your source and um, go from there. Mm, I think a lot of people don't realize that that stage that's very important to really take time uh, to get to know yourself and what makes you happy and things like that. Mhm, absolutely because um there are so many couples out here that don't really have it t- together or don't 
know which which direction to go, but they want to jump into marriage. Um, you know, I know I work with uh, three couples on my job. They're only 24 years old, and they got married, um, I guess, about t- at 22. And, you know, they're having some difficulties. So, um, you know, it's very important. So uh, what services do you provide, Reverend Comer, to people that would be in need of um, your uh, counseling or they're preparing for uh, marriage or they think they're in love? <laughs> what type of services do you provide? Well, I like to begin with uh, singles first and foremost, um, only from the perspective of, um, and I'm going to kind of quote Miles Monroe, he said that, you know, marriage requires two individuals to be there complete and whole as they are. And you can't have a marriage without two singles. And so he said that God began with singles, not marriages. Mm-hmm. So which really implies that in order to be prepared for marriage, you have to be prepared yourself first. And right. so in that, um, coaching, love coaching helps. I help, help, I help individuals really get connected with themselves to learn who they are and um, encourage them to spend time in that aloneness before they get out there and start the dating aspect. So there's that one piece of it. There's also coaching for couples who are interested in uh, getting married. And, and it's, for me, important to really catch couples before they get to the couple stage. However, I do have the premarital uh, classes that I teach for couples so they can understand, you know, what marriage is. It's, you know, marriage to me, is, is only as complicated as you think it is in your mind, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it's, it's, it's as complicated as you are together yourself. So if you're not really prepared or you're not together and you haven't spent that alone time, then it's going to be really hard to uh, go into a marriage. It can be harder than what, what, what it is. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, right. Absolutely. So after that, uh, couples uh, coaching aspect of it. I also marry couples. I do uh, single classes as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, because when I think about it, you know, uh, Adam, there was Adam and Eve, but uh, God created Adam first. And Adam was there uh, in the garden with with God for quite a while, I'm sure, before he uh, he created Eve. So he had time to learn who he was and and communicate and fellowship with God. Uh so you have to as you say it's important that you know who you are and who you are uh in you know in a spiritual um sense as well. Um so how do you counsel a couple or how do you how would you counsel an, an individual so that they would know, you know, some people they they're very excited. Most of uh most folks get excited when they meet somebody and they sometimes they jump into it and sometimes it's um I think it's a, an attraction but it may be more of a lust and a love. Is there a certain way you counsel a person or a couple to make sure that they're not in lust as opposed to being in love or in that going in the right direction? Well, I like to have them first attend the uh, premarital class, which is like a three and a half hour class for 
uh, a small group of probably no more than three couples. And I, I feel that once they go through the process, uh, I provide them with four spiritual love principles uh, that are really key to uh, understanding what's required of them once they uh, decide to get married. And I think that it also gives you an opportunity to really uh, understand you and your partner and your needs. A lot of what we talk about is it allows them to feel a sense of, oh, am I ready or am I not? And I think that if they feel after taking this class that there are some challenges, that then they would come to me for the uh, singles coaching in order to really figure out what might be holding them back and if uh, there's something within them that's not ready for for a marriage partnership because a lot of what we don't understand, you know, I remember when I first got married, my whole idea was, well, what's in this for me? <laughs> and mm, right, really, right. <laughs> you know, you can't go to a marriage like that. <laughs> it's no. It's really speaking well, how can I add value to your life? How can I love you? How can I, you know, so I'm in service to you and vice versa, it's reciprocated. They're in service to me. And when you have a uh, a, a partnership like that, then every, it's a win-win situation. Mm, right, right. Wow. So um, I believe it was on your website I saw this. Uh, you mentioned um, the, a Zen garden. Um, so can you tell us about the Zen Garden? What is that about? The Zen Garden is a venue for couples to come to uh, to hold their wedding. Uh, it's for very small ceremonies, probably no more than 20 uh, guests, and it's for couples that just want to focus on, make the marriage about themselves and, and love and the purpose for which they're here for and not about the whole big party necessarily. Um <clears throat> So it's for couples that are like looking to kind of elope, uh, maybe uh, ceremony, uh, commitment ceremonies, or renewing their vows. It's here located mm. in Columbia, Maryland, and it's a very beautiful setting to really uh, speak to one another and commit yourself. Okay, so the Zen, the actual Zen Garden, is located in Columbia, Maryland. Yes, it is. is, is oh, oh, okay, wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Um, this is uh, I wanted to ask you as a wedding officiant, and um, a lot of us, you know, a lot of couples are like you said. Some of of them are going to the justice of the peace. Some of them are having a full, formal, large wedding. Some of them have some are having small weddings and mid-sized weddings. Um, so a lot of couples want to know, and you can answer this. This is why is hiring a wedding officiant such as yourself more in demand for performing weddings today? And we'd also like to know the cost for hiring an officiant versus, um, say, for instance, going to our pastor at our church. Okay. Um, most people are hiring a wedding officiant today because. They're not really affiliated with a church, and um, couples today are kind of uh, still trying to find their uh, connection to God and mm-hmm. what works for them. And so uh, they're going, and they want to get married outside of the church in like a, a garden setting or, or inside of a, a venue like a mansion or something like that. 
And so wedding officiants are becoming highly popular for that reason. Um, Typically, to hire uh, a wedding officiant, it would cost some charge on the low end. The low end, which would be somewhere like 250, which uh, you know, I'm, that's not the standard. The standard is somewhere between, I would say, uh, about four, around 450, okay, and up. When it's a local, uh, in this, like in this surrounding area of Columbia, Maryland, now uh, it's. If they have to travel further out, then it's going to obviously cost more than that. So you can spend up to, I would say, $700 for a wedding, depending on how far away it is. Mm-hmm. And um, compared to your pastor at church, you know, it's I would say what you're paying a wedding efficient is less because you're, you're paying tithes to a church. And so you are paying for their services through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so And it's, it's an ongoing uh, service when you're paying your tithes to a church. So you're, it's a one-time thing when you're paying your fee to a wedding officiant, and there's a lot that goes into performing a ceremony. We, we uh, have that consultation with you, and then after that consultation we and you decided to move forward with me, you would have that wedding officiant. I mean, you would have that premarital, I'm sorry, you would have that wedding planning meeting where we sit down and we discuss the type of ceremony you're looking for, and we plan it out. And it's uh, so you get to really see everything that's going to be said uh, during your ceremony because the draft of the ceremony is emailed to you, and um, and from there uh, we travel to where you are, and then of course mm-hmm. uh, in my particular uh, for a sacred marriage I offer the premarital if you're interested in that uh, too, and I offer it oh. as a class, and you can also have a, as a private if you prefer, you know, uh, just. Uh, being the two of you and me, because uh, some couples prefer that rather than having, you know, a group setting. So they feel more comfortable in that, where they can ask more, you know, questions and things like that, and I can give you my undivided attention. Oh, and okay. And so that's pretty much the difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That that uh, clarifies it for sure. So um, now, what is significant uh, I know the way you perform your cere- wedding ceremonies uh, is, is probably a little different than the traditional. So we want to know, listeners want to know, what is significant about the wedding ceremonies that you perform. Um, but let me give out the call-in number because at this point people can uh, start formulating their questions and calling in if you have questions because now you have an idea of what Reverend Colmer uh, offers and uh, so the number to call in if you have questions or comments this morning to Partners in Health and Biz is once again three four seven nine four five seven four three 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 four seven nine four five seven four three three. Press one if you have a question or comment. You don't have to do anything if you want to continue to listen to the show, and uh, so call in now. And so um, and if you uh, if you're just tuning in. The topic of the show, Preparing for Love and Marriage. My special guest this morning is the Reverend Tarumi Comer. She is a premarital love coach and wedding officiant. Uh, and so my next question to you, Reverend uh, Comer, is, so, yes, um, yeah, What what is the difference between how you perform your ceremonies as opposed to maybe some other uh, officiant, a wedding officiant? Uh, what's so significant 
about significant about my wedding ceremonies is that you know I really like to try to d- develop a, a connection with my couples first and foremost. Uh, so there's a comfort level. And um, for me, since my uh, services, you know, I like to be not with the couple just for the, you know, the ceremony end of it. I also like to be with the couple uh, before the ceremony just in terms of the premarital aspect of it or the coaching aspect of it. And then, again, throughout their life, if they need to come back to to, to kind of move deeper into or rejuvenate what they have in their marriage as as a couple's coach. Um, and in the ceremony, I speak about what love is and what marriage is. So not just the couple gets to hear about that they didn't take the premarital aspect of it, but their guests also get to uh, recenter themselves, especially if they're married, uh, or uh, to really understand what marriage is and just really, you know, take away with them into their marriage, an opportunity to uh, rejuvenate their marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, if so if a couple is looking for an officiant, what are some of the actual, <clears throat> excuse me, why, um, what is important for couples to look for specifically um, when they are selecting someone to uh, actually perform a wedding for them? Uh, that's a good question because a lot of couples are new to it, especially those who are just getting married for the first time, and and just with the new bit, you know wedding efficient service being available to, to couples, uh, I I think having a connection is first and foremost the important um, part of hiring a wedding efficient. and um, you can most certainly sense that when you have an opportunity to talk with them or meet with them, and I think the second part of that is. Uh, being able to create the type of ceremony that they're looking to have uh, to understand whether they're looking for something that's more spiritual-based or maybe some couples don't even want the spiritual aspect of it in there. So you'll be using different things to um, to create that marriage. So I think that's – and then I just uh, – feeling really comfortable, you know, getting the sense that they've been doing it for a while and they feel comfortable in front of a crowd and – uh, and performing performing the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, there are some um, options that you have mentioned uh, when when we, when you were talking about singles. What? Why do singles have options? Because uh, you know, so many people are, are rushing couples. If you've been in a relationship for a while, or if you're just you ha- you're not in a relationship, you're just uh, single and. Um, and you are dating. Um, so what are the options that you talked about or mentioned? Um, I know we had discussed, uh, and I saw on your website, some options for singles. Well, I think as singles, we don't completely understand our, our, our purpose. When we initially start dating, some of us start thinking or being attracted to others in uh, middle school, when you think about it, it starts at that age. And uh, no one teaches us about dating and what that really is. So we go into it blindly, going off of our uh, emotions and the physical aspect of things rather than pursuing it from the spiritual end, which at that time in our lives, many of us don't understand that. And in that Mm -hmm. spiritual time, it's really about understanding who we are as individuals and exploring, uh, 
you know, ourselves and uh, getting out here and learning about our likes and our dislikes and the things that we want to change or we don't want to change about ourselves, uh, exploring the world um, as we, you know, move through it in our lives. And when dating comes into the picture, we're so attracted by the physical aspect of it that we get lost in forgetting about who we are and what we and, right. and exploring that. And so understanding that, that there's a time in our life when you need to really spend that alone time exploring. And then when you decide to move into dating, you know, dating is, is about really having friends and starting off from that, you know, aspect. And, and then realizing that there are different types of friends that you have on different levels. And these friends, you know, you have some that are you just associate with, or you might have a, you know, uh, just talk with on a, on a uh, basis of, you know, how's the weather and, you know, what are you doing today and that type of thing. And then, you know, there's the next level of friends where you might go a little even a little deeper than that and you can talk about um, your goals and what you want to do and things like that, but they're just listening, but they believe in the same things you believe in. And then there's the next level of friends that can un- that you can exchange things about each other that, you know, uh, that are more personal and you can talk right. about things and, and, and on that level. And, and once you get to that level, then you know that there's a possibility in, in that dating that person that it could go beyond or not. Mm-hmm. And, and right. you know, in dating, you know, dating does not mean just, just because you're dating that uh, that, that person is, is going to stay there with you or they're committed to you until they say, well, you know, I want to solely see you. You know, when you, right, when you hear them right. say that, then you know, then you then you two are a thing together. You know, and you can <laughs> right. pursue it from that. Is you know, honesty is the best policy. You know, because mm-hmm. there are some people out there that are looking for exactly the same thing you're looking for. So you know, you don't want to get it twisted. <laughs> right, right, so, right. <laughs> so in the yeah. dating aspect of it, understanding you know what that dating is, and then understanding. When ready to look for marriage, you know, you'd be honest about that. Look, I'm looking for someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Can you be that candidate? And after, you know, being with that person or spending time dating, you're, you're going to know whether they are or not because you people reveal themselves within the first six months. And mm, if that person isn't already, yes, if they're not already ready, if you don't see them in a partnership role, in a selfless mode, you know, um, Celebrating you for all that you are at that particular time, then you, then they're not ready for marriage. So you m- might as well not look for anything beyond. Oh, allow wow. them we to be a... in their place that they need to be in. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Uh, looks like somebody has a question. We're almost out of time, Reverend uh, uh, Comer. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to try to get them, but we do want to first of all, if you can give us our, your contact information, how so people can find out more about you about you and your services. And then we'll try to sneak this um, caller in real quick because we only have about two okay. and a half minutes left. So okay. give out your call in, uh, your, I mean, your contact information, please. <laughs> okay. I can uh, be reached at um, email, uh, which is H-E-A-R-T, heart, number four, agape, A-D-A-P-E, at gmail.com. I can be reached on my website, which is um, sacredmarriage.org, and you can also reach me at 410-717-8693.
Okay, great. Now, this person, uh, we're going to open up your mic. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. Do you have a question for Reverend uh, Coomer this morning? Good morning. How are you doing? My name is my name is Desi. Good morning, Desi. How are you doing? I just wanted to, um, first of all, um, thank you for, you know, all the the, the, the advice that you gave me thus far uh, since I've known you. Um, for the most part, you've always, you know, you've always been there, um, no matter how long the distance was when we haven't talked, we always, you know, pick right back up, and you've always been a source of strength for me. And um, I just your, your spirit and the, the the advice, your aura you, you, that you give off is, is so helpful. As much as you think, like it's just it was, it was the way that you are. And I just want to thank you. Um, and my question was, what was your? Uh, how did you, how did you feel when you with your first couple that you? Uh, that you helped, like, it's your first wedding. How, how did that make you feel? Um, I feel really excited, especially when I feel like they're, uh, that they're receiving me and they see me for who I am, and uh, they're grateful that everything worked out the way that they wanted it to and beyond. Right. Well, Great. thank you. Thank you, Desi, for uh, calling in. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you calling in. And have a wonderful day. We are just about out of time. Reverend Comer, any uh, last-minute uh, words of uh, encouragement before we end the show? Uh, yes, I advise all singles to enjoy their uh, singleness to the best of their ability before marriage. Uh, okay. Well, thank you. Tune in next Saturday, 9 a.m., for Partners in Health and Biz. And... Uh, the show topic is to be announced. Thank you, Reverend Comer, for being my special guest. Until next Saturday, everybody, stay blessed and love you. Have a wonderful day. Okay. All right. We will love, Reverend Comer, to have you come back and continue and, and share any updates that you have. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Have a blessed day. You too. Okay, bye-bye.